Welcome to the People's Crypto Breakdown. Today is Thursday, May 10th, 2018. My name is David. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get right to it. Cryptos are down today. Wow, Bitcoin just crossed under 9,000. It is at $8,913, down 4%. Hi, train. You're very annoying. Bitcoin Cash is down 7%. Oh, you're going to be loud, huh? Oh, I hate the train so much. Bitcoin Cash! Bitcoin Cash! Bitcoin Cash is down 7%. It is at 1,500. Ethereum is at uh, minus 4%. Man, that is really distracting. Where was I? Okay, deep breath. Uh, oh, I hate that stupid train. <coughs> Should I restart the show? I'm not going to restart. I'm going to keep going because I really want to finish. Okay. Ethereum is down 4%. It's at 727. Litecoin is down 7%. It is at 147. Okay. So a down day for cryptos. That's two down days in a row. Bitcoin going under nine grand. That's pretty, I guess, symbolic in a lot of ways, but kind of scary. Uh, I mean, we were pushing for Bitcoin 10,000, what, last weekend? Now we're crossing under Bitcoin 9,000. So it's basically down a thousand bucks in five days, roughly 10%, I guess. Yeah, uh, if we have true conviction in what we're doing, which I do, I'm going to buy more right after I get off this show. I'm going to put my order in for some Bitcoin under 9,000. It's a little bit nerve wracking in a lot of ways, but. That's why we do our research. We always try to stay ahead or at least know what we're getting into and what we're doing. It is hard. It's really hard to watch your investments go down. But, you know, I guess that's why I don't put more in than I could afford to lose. If everything goes to zero, I'll still be fine. Of course, I'll be pretty angry, but I'll be whole. I'll be okay. Um, yeah. Things are going down. It's just funny. We were testing 10,000. We were so enthusiastic about the future. Oh, it's going to 12,000, 15,000. It's going to the all-time high of 20,000. And just like that, we're under nine grand. So kind of a disappointing day, but a chance to buy more for cheap, if you ask me, which is what I'll do after I get off the podcast. Okay, let's get to some news. So Robinhood, which is... A uh, which has been a stock purchasing app. So it's an app for people who want to invest in the United States stock market. Well, they recently opened a cryptocurrency trading platform. So very similar to Coinbase or uh, Binance. And their cryptocurrency platform, they kind of did a test pilot of it in a lot of ways. They only offered it in 10 states here in the United States. Well, they have raised $363 million to expand that trading platform to the entirety of the United States. So they're going to offer, crypt offer cryptocurrency trading in all 50 states of America. Robin Hood wants to make it national. Yeah, they clearly seem to be gunning for Coinbase and Binance. And they have all, and, and I should say, 
Robinhood, Coinbase, and Binance, they, all three of them, have the major institutional Wall Street players very close to entering crypto trading or investing in their own ways as well. Uh, for example, Goldman Sachs, we've discussed this recently on the show. They have announced that they will be opening a crypto trading desk within weeks. And the New York Stock Exchange has aspirations of offering Bitcoin futures contracts to be settled in Bitcoin. So the ante keeps going up for the big players in cryptocurrency exchanges. The winners will be, of course, whichever company can become one of the two or three big exchanges. And the real winners, I think, will be us cryptocurrency users. So the bottom line here, the big takeaway is that with all these huge companies pouring millions of dollars into their products, we, the cryptocurrency investors or the crypto users, will probably someday have a wallet and an exchange that takes all the guesswork out of everything that is secure, that is fast, that is very low cost, maybe even free. So for as troublesome or confusing as it can be right now to send and receive Bitcoin or Ethereum, I think news like this means that these days will not last. Someday it's going to be a lot more simple to send and receive Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin or whatever cryptocurrency. These are the infancy days of a total change in finance and technology. I've said this before on this show, but I think the days that we are in right now with cryptos can be compared to the America Online days in 1996 of the internet. Yeah, AOL was what we had, it was okay, it was dial up, it was kind of slow, there wasn't a whole lot of great content on it, but it was the start. And what the internet became, or has become in the past 20 years since AOL, I think we will see very similar positive improvements for cryptocurrencies as well. So somebody's gonna put it all together and make it very simple, very intuitive, very fast and very secure to transact, to buy, sell or receive cryptocurrencies. Whether it's Robinhood, Coinbase, Binance, Goldman Sachs, the New York Stock Exchange, the real winners down the line are gonna be you and me, the crypto users, the crypto investors. Okay. One other interesting piece of news I wanted to talk about on the show, an interesting article appeared on Cointelegraph.com about cryptocurrency adoption in Africa. So as a crypto investor here in the United States, I live in my tiny Seattle bubble. I read Seattle news and maybe some national news. I talk to my friends and my family and rarely if ever do I remember that I exist in one very small part of a very big world. I feel cryptocurrency interest may be falling at times as I speak to my very small network of friends and family, but what I always forget and I have to remind myself of is that cryptocurrencies are a, a, a worldwide phenomenon. They extend far beyond the tiny bubble of this podcaster in Seattle on the west coast of the United States. What's more, they are probably even more popular in other parts of the world than they are here. 
they are seen entirely differently than how we see them here in America. In the United States, we view Bitcoin as a fun little kind of side investment. We open an account with Coinbase, we take discretionary money that we can afford to lose, we fund our Coinbase account, and we start buying and selling cryptocurrencies. We watch how the prices move up or down every day, we get a little happy or a little bit sad when we see our portfolios growing or shrinking in value, but by and large, we don't really live and die by cryptocurrencies. And why is that? Well, we have a United States dollar that accounts for half the money in the world and that has provided us as Americans with some sense of stability for many decades now. I'm going to go run that train off the tracks. Whether that sense of stability is warranted or not, I, I don't really want to discuss. Uh, what I'm discussing is that for many people around the world, maybe even the majority of people around the world, they cannot trust their local currency and or their local bank in the same way that Americans can trust the US dollar and say Bank of America or Wells Fargo. People in other countries have no idea how valuable their currency will be next decade, next year, or even tomorrow. So they're looking for alternative ways to store value. Well, the continent of Africa is a good example of this. Cryptocurrencies are being embraced in Africa in a huge way, in a way that we here in the United States might not totally be able to understand. Populations across Africa are seeking any alternative to expensive, outdated, untrustworthy banking systems and local currencies that are really unreliable, similarly unreliable, um, subject to massive inflation, hyperinflation, or just not being of any value maybe next year or maybe next week. In fact, a huge portion of Africa doesn't even have a bank account or really even any rudimentary means of transacting monetarily. What they do have now in, in increasing numbers are smartphones. And this has allowed access to different financial options, which have become a dominant means of payment, especially among the high proportion of millennials in Africa. Yes, payment. They are transacting with cryptocurrencies. They're not necessarily investing in cryptos. They're not buying and holding. They're not day trading Bitcoin. Africans are using cryptocurrencies to buy and sell goods and services on a daily basis and in growing numbers. There are a rising or there has been a rising anticipation of a tech revolution in Africa since last year. Unfortunately, the national governments of that continent can't quite get their crap together and they have not been able to lay out really a, fu uh, a unified approach for how this tech revolution might happen. But there is underlying and building sentiment in Africa that maybe the governments don't need to play any role in this tech revolution at all. Maybe governments, federal reserves and banks can be bypassed entirely. The people can transact 
directly with one one another with no intermediary. This is why, and this this would happen, these person-to-person transactions with no go-between, no intermediary party involved would happen through cryptocurrencies. This is why cryptos have become so popular in Africa. Cryptos, if they can bring some semblance of economic stability to the continent, can provide humanitarian relief and transform the lives of really struggling populations. So, and the move towards cryptos, it's not just a story in Africa, right? This is a worldwide phenomenon. I really believe that where there is an an inefficiency, I can't talk today, it's that stupid train. Where there is an inefficiency, as long as there is internet and a free exchange of ideas and technology, the people will find a way to get it sorted out. And that's exactly what they are doing in Africa with cryptocurrencies. It's really cool. So let's remember to think big when we talk about cryptocurrencies. Let's think beyond the tiny bubbles that we live in. So I need to think beyond the tiny little Seattle network of friends and family that I have here. Let's realize that cryptos represent fun discretionary investments for some of us, but represent hope for the future for millions of others across the across the world, I should say, who didn't have the fortune to be born in economic stability like we have been born into that here in the United States. So that is the People's Crypto Breakdown for Thursday, May 10th, 2018. Some full disclosure, I own cryptocurrencies. This show is not investment advice. I am not an expert, I am very far from one. Assume cryptos have a reasonable chance of going to zero, so always be vigilant always dream big. Our theme music is by the Heatley Brothers. They offer royalty-free music on their YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening.